Hi everyone, my name is Brian and I'm Matt and welcome back to the Faithful Exchange, Uniting Chicago's Voices of Faith and I just want to say something right off the bat, I missed you Matt. You know, no, it's great. <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoy these times that we're able to have this podcast recordings and uh, talk more about the Bible. Today we're actually looking at a very overarching, very big topic that, you know, it's inspired by a question that I've heard multiple times, one that I had myself, maybe you might have had it too, but um, I remember, I think I shared once about the experience I had like at the mall, and uh, I spoke to a guy who is, he was considering theology school, so I asked him, you know, what are some questions that he had for like, you know, Christianity? And so it was interesting because his perspective was unique. He was uh, spiritual kind of like that you know it was very spiritual it's just like yeah it's more like i'm just choosing to go the you know the christian route but i'm curious to know like for you brian like why do you choose to be a christian mm. and at that time i really thought oh why do i choose to be a christian I, I would say at first it was a choice but i don't think it's so much a choice now not because i can't like can't like you know backseat you know controls right. or something like that but because i've come to understand like why I should be a Christian? What What is it that I find in Christianity that makes it very grounded? But you know, there's many answers to that. Like, all about for you, you know, what makes you a Christian? Why do you choose to be a Christian man? Right, there's so many different answers because there's so many different testimonies, the way that Christ has touched other people's lives and in one way or another. So yeah, for me personally, I know we touched on it about people can grow up in a Christian home, but they still gotta gain their own faith. They got to go into the world and see, hey, there's actually a lot of different religions out there. So why is it that I should stick with Christianity? Why should I understand all these other religions are about and so forth? Yeah, I mean, I think that's something in college you start to see um, a lot of people. What happens is they don't have that accountability that they had, you know, before college. So especially if you're raised in the church, you go to college and suddenly mom and dad aren't telling you Sunday, get ready, we're going to church, you know, or your friends from high school aren't calling you, hey, let's go to church. It's suddenly, I can choose wherever I want to be on Sunday. And you see a lot of people stop going to church and actually just kind of open their uh, horizons a lot more to different religions, right? They open their thoughts to different religions. And that's something we want to look at today because we know it's not only Christianity that's out there. And it's actually, you know, a bit ignorant to only think there's only Christianity out there. But we have to be able to objectively see, like, why why should I be a Christian, right? If I'm a Christian, why should I be a Christian? If you're thinking about it being a Christian, like, okay, well, why? I hope this episode can help, you know, highlight some of the key things about Christianity that we can think about. But we want to see Christianity from the lens of the entire like global spectrum and there's not just you know christianity um like there's there's the multiple other different religions that we've come across yeah so let's dive into the religions within the world so according to atlas.com we have the first five that are in the billions category number one is christianity which is at 2.4 billion people <laughs> making up about 30 above 30 percent of the entire world's population and then second, we have Islam, which is almost coming next to it with 1.9 billion people, which is about 25% of the world. Then we have atheism or secularism or just not religion itself, 
which is 1.2 billion people with 15%, and Hinduism at fourth with 1.1 billion people. And then the rest go on with Buddhism, uh, ethnic religions, different Chinese traditional religions, uh, Afric re African traditions, and so forth and so forth, even with Judaism uh, somewhere in the millions. Um, so as we can see, there's a large, large population of different religions within the world, not only just Christianity, but there's many people following many things. Right. And that, that's actually, you know, mind blowing because even if you, you can imagine putting just 10,000 people in a room and then like 10,000 times 10,000 times 10,000, you know, like just 1 billion is already a lot. Yeah. But it, it's something worth noting because, I mean, when you look at it just from like just statistics, it just looks like, yeah, well, it's 2.3 billion, 2. Point, you know, 1.9 billion. But that's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. You know, people having a faith in this religion. And I mean, it's, it's kind of ironic, actually, you know, like the, the third largest uh, quote unquote religion is like secularism or like non-religion. <laughs> yeah, I kind of found that funny, but like. You know, it's a. I think that's like a really deep topic to get into, but um, you know, that's that's something that we can see is that they, there's people and they're all believing something, even if that belief is that I don't believe what you believe. <laughs> you know, but there's people with very varying views, and you know, it's worth um, understanding that too. So I guess one question that comes to mind then uh, is like, what does it mean then to believe in something? You know, like in this case, right, with the context of religions, like what does it mean to believe in a religion? Yeah, that's a great question, because when you are believing in something, you are giving so much to it, right? Your lifestyle is changing, your habits are changing, your mindset might change to go to the values of whatever those the religion believes. So it, it goes very, very in-depth with how someone is living their life. That's what makes it into that kind of religion or that faith walk or that belief yeah and so that's that's actually pretty deep because that's what you see right and that's kind of what also makes people unfortunately that's that was like it makes discrimination a thing too because right you know if your lifestyle is changing then people can judge how you live right yeah that's if someone says that oh i have to pray five times a day someone be like that's weird and you know that word weird is very it's actually seems so simple but it's actually very hurtful yeah um, when it's something very personal so then in this world today, you know, there's all these things we see, there's, you know, all these advancements that are being made. But then again, like why, why even think about carrying out a faith walk? Why even think about carrying out, um, like why believe in something, right? Why, why, why the need to believe in something, right? These are the kinds of things we see. And I think uh, a common uh, denominator in most religions for the most part is, it's not only believing just like, random traditions or random values or random things but there's always like a representative almost you know yeah. there's like a representative in and the different um religions you know spiritual leaders in the past uh who have left a huge mark on the world and we can see that this is something that is consistent in all different kinds of religions like um christianity right jesus <laughs> yeah i uh, there's Jesus who is uh, seen in Christianity. We also see like in uh, Islam, we have uh, Muhammad, right? The, the prophet Muhammad, 
And we see even in uh, Hinduism, Hinduism is very interesting. I actually, I attended a, an interfaith dialogue recently and there was um, uh, one of the speakers uh, who spoke on Hinduism. You know, they acknowledge God. There's like God, the creator who created everything. But then there's also like major gods in Hinduism as well. And different uh, deities that they, they also uh, uh, believe in and also worship. Like there's Brahma, who is considered the creator. There's Vishnu, who's like the preserver. And there's also Shiva, who is interestingly called the destroyer. And I found this one interesting because, you know, you think of destroying. What, what comes to mind? Happy thoughts? Now, very, <laughs> very apocalyptic kind of thought. Yeah, very apocalyptic. But like, actually, when I, when I understood Shiva, and this is, uh, I, I heard this is usually the, like, the, the statue or the, the god who is represented most in, uh, in, in a lot of buildings. Uh, is actually Shiva's concept is like to create something, something else has to be destroyed. So it's actually a god of life because it's, and I'm not saying like that's the official thing, so don't be out here like, oh, other than faithful exchange that Shiva is the god of life. Uh, Shiva, for example, like you want to write something or you want to draw something with a pencil. Well, to draw something, you have to destroy the graphite for you to be able to make something. Mm -hmm. That kind of concept, you know to plant in the in the field you kind of have to destroy the ground a bit you know it, kind of speaking like you have to mess up the ground so that you're able to plant something it's kind of that concept and what's what's amazing is you see these things across different religions even in christianity the same concept is presented to jeremiah um, god tells jeremiah tear down and uproot and then rebuild and replant so i just found that very interesting when i was looking in hinduism but you know, not here to talk about just Hinduism, but actually we want to understand, especially Christianity today, right? How does Christianity stand out? Where there's these billions of people believing this, why these specific billion people believe in Christianity? And why, if I'm a Christian now, why should I be a Christian, right? And if I'm considering being a Christian, well, that's up to you. But hopefully, you know, through this discussion, we can kind of dive deeper into the Bible objectively. And the main point today is not actually to like discredit other religions, but it's more so to highlight, you know, Christianity as a religion. Exactly. And there's so many, many religions out there that are very beautiful in their customs and in their traditions and so forth and so forth. But today we're going to talk about why Christianity does stand out amongst all the leaders, religious texts that is out there. And within that, we're going to talk about the Bible itself, right? That is the core of Christianity. That is where we know about Jesus long ago, about 2,000 years ago when he was here on earth. And we know about that because of the Bible. So let's take a look at what the Bible includes. The Bible itself has historical text. We see a lot of those examples where we see like, you know, King David, we know Noah, we got, you know, many characters out there. Got Jacob. Yeah, they, <laughs> that guy's story. Is. They've lived. You know, it's real. And then in the Bible, you have moral teachings, which is really awesome. You know, these are the the teachings that we should have as our core values within our heart. We have the golden rule, which is taught in many school systems as the main value. The golden rule, right? Treat others how you want to be treated. Jesus actually mentioned that as well. Many different types of moral teachings out in the Bible. And then the Bible also has genealogy. In Matthew 1, you can see the genealogy from Adam all the way to Jesus. That's really epic to even have that historical reference right, right. there. 
but out of all the things within the Bible, the most important feature that it has is the prophecy, which is God's promise to his people. This is what makes God who he is. That is why Christianity is a monotheistic, monotheism religion, because they believe there's one true God promises something and always fulfills it. That's what makes him Alpha and Omega. Right. Oh, <laughs> that's deep. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, uh, you know, it's so logical. I think that's one thing that we always forget because, you know, one of the, the saddest situations is when someone, you know, say, I believe, I believe, I believe. And then they get asked, okay, then explain this to us. And then they're like, you just believe, my guy, just believe. It's like, no, man, like, what, like, what does it mean to believe something? For you to be able to believe something, there has to be some form of credibility. And when we think about God, we have to think about what makes God credible, right? People just say, well, he's almighty. It's like, I mean, there's a movie, Evan Almighty. If in turn, I can just good say, oh, yeah, <laughs> good reason. It's also about God. You know, but it's kind of like, hey, I, if I say, okay, I can do all things. Right? My name is Brian. I can do whatever I want. Am I almighty now? Is that, does it bring credibility? Mm. Like we have to have some form of way to be able to trust God. And, um, you know, like, have you ever wondered about that? Like, what does God do to help us to trust him? Yeah, that's such a great question because God ultimately after so many, many years, right, thousands of years or however long it really took for this Bible to be created up until our point today, it's still holding strong, right? Christianity is number one. So then now we can see God is trying to show, it's kind of like a resume, right? He's trying to show his credentials. He's trying to show, hey, look at everything I did and look at the history of my people. Like, this is what he wants us all to trust in. So that's why the Bible is a huge core of Christianity. And like that scripture is what we can trust in. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense too. Like, uh, I, I remember like with, with one of my friends, one thing that was always amazing about him was that he was reliable. But then how did he become reliable? He always kept to what he said he would do. So I remember I wanted to drive, right? So I wanted to drive and... Um, I got my driver's license and all that, but then my, 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 my parents wouldn't let me drive myself to school. And I was like, oh, come on, that's not fair. <laughs> and um, one thing that I kept thinking of was, okay, uh, I need to gain their trust, right? Yeah. But then the first thing that came to mind was, well, how can I gain trust without it first being entrusted, like without it first being invested, you know? Right. So it's kind of the same thing as God knows that's how we are as people, that we are people who need proof. We're people who need evidence that, hey, you can trust me, right? Yeah. And so when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to the scriptures, and I love that you mentioned um, the different kind of parts of the Bible, like it's got history. And the thing is, a lot of people do this, right? They do this with the Bible. They're like, okay, I want to hear from God today. And then they open it. And then it lands on Obadiah. Right. And then they're like, nope, close the Bible. Then they open it. And then it lands on Jeremiah. They're like, nope, close the Bible, open it. And then it lands on uh, something like First Corinthians. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read that. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, well, why so picky with the content is because there's content that is hard for people to understand. And that content that's hard for people to understand is actually the content that God uses the most to help us identify his credibility. 
uh, and that's prophecy, right? Like you mentioned prophecy. So Amos 3 verse 7, it says that God does nothing without first revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. So God would never do anything until he shows it to his servants, the prophet. So prophecy is something that God gives us so that we can know what he's going to do. And then he does it. And then after he does it, he wants us to look at what he has done and be like, hey guys, remember how I said I was going to send up a son who was going to like die for y'all's sins and take away that, yeah, Jesus, yeah, that's it. That, that's, so do you believe in the guy? That's the guy. <laughs> right. So prophecy and God fulfilling that prophecy, that's what he's really always been trying to show us. But then, you know, the issue is today, like when you listen to people talk about what makes Christianity amazing or why what they are believing in God for, it's never actually the things that God promised in the Bible. Mm. So, you know, and it's, it's something that's very hard because then you see that debate, like, okay, then why be a Christian in the beginning? Why be a believer in the beginning? So we have to be able to differentiate, you know. So in your experiences, I don't know, Matt, maybe you might have had different experiences, like, what are some things that you've come across that helped you to uh, differentiate Christian scriptures from other religious texts? Yeah, there's there's quite a lot. The lifestyle itself, I have many friends who are different religions and they have different beliefs naturally, right? Just as mm. everyone does. So to go into the core of it, where they stand, right? Everyone has really, really great morals. Not everyone, right? But everyone wants really, really great morals. <laughs> they want to be a good person. They really want to achieve that goal of, hey, look at the good deeds I did. Look at the good words I said. And everyone wants to be happy in the end. But the core of Christianity and what makes it stand out of other religions is that text that is like a guiding light. It's like that guiding armor that we have. It's different from the other religions because when a Christian truly follows the Bible, they become a walking Bible themselves. And when they are around all these different religions, they're able to then keep their faith without stumbling, without submitting to other ideas or so forth and so forth. The Bible is very strong about those kind of things. And of course, we know the Bible talks about the one true God, but he also, but it also mentions the enemy, which is Satan. And then there's that spiritual warfare. So if you're a Christian, and you're following the Bible for however many long years, or even if it's just casually, we have to then examine what is it that I believe within this scripture? What is in there? Because there's so much more to learn about and there's so much more to dive into, as well as other religions, they should check it out. They should check out the Bible and see for themselves. You know, We sometimes only hear what our friends heard or what we may have heard on the internet and never really check it out for ourselves. So it'd be good to invest a little bit in that Bible, take a little bit more time. There's so much more still to learn. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's something very decent, you know, um, because uh, when I think about, for example, like Jesus, who is always mentioned by many believers in the Bible, right? Um, everyone says, I believe Jesus, I believe Jesus. But then like, well, is it just like that Jesus was Jesus that we believe him? I mean, we have a whole episode, right, about why do we believe in Jesus. Yeah, but like, great episode. If you haven't listened to it, please check it out. Yeah, check it out. You know, but like, you know, when we look at all those things, I think for myself too, um, 
one of the hardest things that was there for me to to be able to differentiate was like I didn't well not only did I not know what the other scriptures talked about, but I just didn't know with what I could really verify if what you know if what the Bible is saying is true, if what the other scriptures are saying are true. And that's something that, you know, I did some research, like what makes the scripture a scripture. And um, it is a lot. There's a lot that makes a scripture a scripture. But something that makes a, ultimately what makes it a scripture is that it's believed to be sacred and to have some form of uh, spiritual or divine connection. Um, and oftentimes it talks of a higher power, you know, something beyond us that is working. And when we look at the Bible, it, it matches all these criteria. Second Timothy chapter three sixteen. All scripture is God breathed. So God, the higher power that we believe in, He also gave us these scriptures, and it's directing us. And as mentioned, there's an enemy, right? So God, He gave us the scriptures to teach us what He wants us to know, but then He also teaches us about His enemy in that you know Bible, so that we can also identify what's not from Him, you know, what's not from God. And, you know, that spiritual warfare that you mentioned that people go through, it's not something random, but it's something that is detailed. And all a lot of scriptures also always uh, testify to the existence of an evil entity. Many times you hear, oh, well, if God is so good, why do bad things happen? I just can't believe in a God or let bad things happen. It's like, right. oh, there's an enemy working against God. And this enemy doesn't have the same power as God in that he can't create the universe, but he can very much so mess the universe up. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a baby. Yeah. Like a, a baby can't build a house for you, but they can definitely like wreck your house. <laughs> they run around with the crayon and start drawing on the walls everywhere. So, you know, as a believer, we, we have to kind of look in, inwardly and really be able to objectively check with, the, with our scriptures, right? Because all religions have a scripture, all religions have uh, some deity that they follow or observe, all religions have a temple or some sort that they go to, a form of worship. But within Christianity, our scripture is the Bible. So then if I say I'm a believer, then there has to be some form of believing. An issue that we see oftentimes is what is often believed in is what's already happened. But like, I mean... It's like believing, but that's like 50%. You know what I mean? Like, I'm only believing what I've already seen. It's like, okay, cool. But if I say I'm a believer, like that's an active thing. So that means I have to also believe what's going to happen. But, you know, you, you speak to a lot of people today. What do you hear? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus did this. Jesus did that. Jesus did this. Jesus did that. But never, oh, Jesus is also going to do this. And I'm looking forward to that. Right. So much more to the Bible that we still haven't unlocked. So that's why... It, it's really important to go ahead and study that Bible. And uh, if you're looking for a Bible study, feel free to reach out to us. It'd be great to have you at one of our online Bible studies. There's some really deep content going more into the Bible, the different values that we should have as believers and what our standard should be. And really that's how we can become walking Bibles in that guiding light. And that's how we can even help talk to others about Christianity to know the difference where we're still listening to other religions, we're able to like hear them out, but we're not, we're also careful with what we take into heart. We're also able to understand each other and then come together in that unity. That way we can be that true believer and that true person with the life of faith and follow that true religion, that true way. Amen. Yeah, and so, you know, today, 
Uh, we looked at kind of Christianity overall, right? But um, the key thing is when it comes to, you know, being a believer and carrying out a faith walk, uh, we have the scriptures to guide us. And within the scriptures, there's always prophecy and there's also fulfillment. So if a scripture is a scripture that does not have fulfillment to its prophecies, then there's no like evidence that this 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 is this is true in my nature. And so as a believer, I have to be someone who not only knows what the scriptures promise, you know, would take place, but also know how those things have been fulfilled and are fulfilling if it's happening now. So, you know, today a Christian today who really says I'm a believer shouldn't be someone who just says, I believe Jesus came, that Jesus died for my sins, but you should also know why he did that. Because God, he, he wrote that in the Bible. He recorded his heart behind it in the Bible. And so through the, the online Bible studies, um, I've been able to attend a couple of them lately and they've been getting really deep. Um, but you know what? Uh, this is something that is, it's very hard for people to want to do that is to just look at the scriptures objectively because when you look in the world today when you look at why do people not know the promises that jesus made what do we see struggles you know people yeah. struggles people are people people are going through you know temptations people are going through college going to adulthood i was speaking with a family member and they're like how come they didn't teach us to do taxes man <laughs> like i was like youtube is your friend but like, you know, all these things are really in our face all the time, build all those kinds of things. And then there's also parts of scriptures that are actually kind of offensive, you know, like, yeah, the Bible talks about women shouldn't teach at all. They should just sit quietly. And, and you know, that's something that's like, whoa, whoa. Like, like, I'm sure people are like, okay, what do you think about that, Brian? Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's something that we will be looking at more so, uh, like, how to navigate this world as a Christian. We'll look at that more so in our upcoming season, it's season two, um, and where we'll be able to dive deeper into just the lifestyle of a Christian. Uh, things that we see within Christianity that uh, need to be addressed, you know, things yeah. that we need to improve on uh, for ourselves. Uh, and of course, it's not just Brian's opinion or Matt's opinion or Margarita or Jackie or whoever else will be hosting, but it is actually the opinion of the Bible that we want to present. And, uh, objectively present that so yeah yeah it's gonna be very fun it's gonna be very awesome as we're wrapping up season one season two is gonna come with so much more grace mercy love kindness and encouraging uh encouraging message as well so hope you guys stay tuned and you're excited now today we did take a look at christianity and religion as a whole and the different religions of the world as well as what the Bible has within it that makes Christianity stand out from all the other religions. All right. And so we look forward to hearing from you. Again, if you have any questions, if you have not already, follow our Instagram. Uh, it's the underscore faithful exchange underscore podcast. Uh, that's on Instagram. And our email is podcast at the Chicago church.org. So again, podcast at the Chicago church.org. Thank you all so much for the loving messages. We received a lot of love from you guys, a lot of encouragement as well. And uh, we hope to make the content even more and more exciting for y'all and uh, bring more and more topics that we want to hear from you, actually. You know, so yeah. message us, let us know, hey, I would love to learn about this or I'd like us to, you know, to hear a discussion on this and we will definitely look into it and present that for the whole world, uh, starting with Chicago and the Midwest. <laughs> Uh, we'll definitely let the whole world be able to know that. So uh, thank you all so much. And from myself uh, and the Faithful Exchange, until next time.
Peace.